0: To Sports Talk. Oh, thank you for tuning in to the 162nd episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host. Daryl D. Lane, as always, I want to thank you for tuning in, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or WJCU. In the morning, I want to thank you for tuning in, being recorded from Buffalo, New York. Going to have a great podcast for you today. It's going to be a little different than the usual format. We're going to have Scotty Johnson on, my man, my brother. We're going to have Scotty on a little bit. And we haven't had Scotty on in about a couple of months. I think the last time I had him, uh, the NBA was definitely going, still going on. So that you know that was a while ago. And I, I believe this might have been the trade deadline. So the trade deadline was the last time I had Scotty on the show that I can remember. So what we're gonna do with Scotty is we are going to give because for all of you who do not know, if you've been living under a rock, the NBA is going to go on and have a season. Kind of the particulars of that are still bearing itself out, but since the NBA will be having a season. They're going to have a postseason. Me and Scotty gave our top 25 NBA players for the postseason who we would want. It's very interesting. I can tell you from the conversation we had that Scotty and me differ on, you know, the minutiae, the itty-bitty details about certain players, but overall, it was a decent in terms of agreement. We had similar players in similar tiers, and the way we do it, the way we did it was 25 to 20, uh... 20 to 15 15 to 10 10 to five you know five uh one, one through five and that's how we kind of did our hierarchy for the top 25 players in the postseason so you're gonna stay tuned for that gonna have that in about eight to ten minutes but here's where I want to start so a report came out so Baker Mayfield uh being reported by ESPN's Jake Trotter who covers uh the Cleveland Browns Baker is no longer doing interviews, he's uh, he's turned down multiple media requests this off season, and is instead trying to improve his game, that's what Baker's saying. And I quote from Baker, right now, it's moving in silence, which is fine with me. That's how I used to do it before getting on a bigger stage, get back to the fundamentals to where I can accomplish the goals when the season comes around. Now, I love this from Baker, and I think this is a great evolution and a sign of maturity for Baker Mayfield, and this is something the Cleveland Browns need, and it's really interesting because I know a lot of you out there might love the fact that Baker Mayfield is brash, he's kind of hostile, people remember, if people remember, uh, when the Cleveland Browns last year played the Cincinnati Bengals, and Hugh Jackson had already been fired, he's like yelling at Hugh, like, that's the type of guy Baker is, Baker's, you know, Baker Oklahoma, Ohio State, Baker Mayfield, he plants the flag. At the horseshoe in Ohio State, saying like, you know, I kind of took it. You know, some of the Ohio State players had issues with it. That's why you see Nick Bosa a couple of years later on Monday Night Football, 49ers versus Browns, sack Baker and then do the plant flag back. But I love Baker's uh, brashness and kind um, of, kind of, kind of how he carries himself. And I know a lot, the average fan you out there probably would love that because. Baker is, he's not the biggest guy, he's not the strongest guy, he's not the fastest guy. When you physically look at him, you're like, he kind of looks like me, and he, he kind of has that attitude that a lot of people, that's chip on your shoulder, right? That blue collar attitude. And I think that's like something to be commended. But I think here's the thing, you need to change and be willing to adapt or fail and die. Like, th- that's kind of the way it is, right? Everybody's in a pandemic right now. You have to adapt. You can't do the things that you normally do. If you run a business, you can't have meetings anymore face-to-face. You know what you have to do? You have to use Zoom or FaceTime. (laughs) Right? You have to find a way to adapt and change your game and your strategy. For any circumstance. And I also want to say this, and this is a quote that a lot of people use in a lot of rap lyrics. Real gangsters move in silence. And I know Baker like, has talked in the past about how good he is. You do not need to tell everybody how good you are. I reject that theory. You know who doesn't tell people how good he is? Michael Jordan. Have you ever heard Michael Jordan really come out and say, I'm the GOAT, I'm the greatest player of all time? I can't find one time I've heard Michael Jordan just straight up say, right now, he's retired, I'm, I'm the GOAT, I'm the greatest of all time. But people consistently talk about it. You ever heard hear LeBron come out and say, I'm the GOAT, I'm I'm the greatest of all time. LeBron always says, there's a lot of great players and I think I'm as good as anybody. That's what you usually hear. Because you're trying to parse words and you're trying to be respectful. And you just don't outright say, I'm better than everybody. Because when truly in life, when you're the best person in the room, the most successful person in the room, the handsomest person in the room, the wealthiest person person in the room, the person in the room that's doing the best, you don't need to tell anybody. Everybody else in the room knows. If Bill Gates walks in a room, everybody knows who has the most money in the room. Bill Gates doesn't need to announce, I make more money than you. He knows it and you know it, (laughs) right? There's some things that don't need to be said. So Baker, I'm happy Baker's deciding to take a chill pill. And it's great because, like I said, adaption. Baker's, you know, kind of that chip on his shoulder. It got him to to Oklahoma. It got him to Texas Tech. It got him to be the first pick in the NFL draft. But now he needs to change now that he's in the NFL and take a different approach. And that can take him to another level. So I'm happy that Baker Mayfield's doing that. And I think the Browns are going to find a benefit from that as well. You don't need to say what you're doing, right? When you're the GOAT, everybody knows you're the GOAT. You don't need to tell people. Now... Here's where I do want to go, and I think this is a new segment that we're also going to start, and by the way, I'm not going to do Daryl's Top 10 this week because of the list, Top 25 list me and Scotty are doing shortly, but there is another segment that I think we're going to have on Barbershop Sports Talk, and I think this segment's going to be called, uh, huh, I got to think of a name on the fly for the segment. Oh, it was Heat Check. I ver- It was Heat Check, right? A social media heat check. When social media just breaks down because of these crazy comments. Now, the craziest thing I've ever witnessed happened. So I'm scrolling through Twitter today. (laughs) And the name that is trending is Dan Orlowski. Now, for all of you who don't know Dan Orlowski, he is a former quarterback. He was not a very good starting quarterback. I mean, he wasn't really starting. He was a backup. He was a mediocre player. But he's an analyst for ESPN. Now, Dan Orlowski makes some comments about Damian Lillard calling Damian Lillard entitled. And before I give my opinion on this, I just want to set the stage so everybody knows what's going on. So, right, Dan Orlowski, former quarterback, former professional athlete, wasn't very good commentating for ESPN. And he comments on Damian Lillard, for all of you who don't know, Damian Lillard said he would not play Uh, Cannot come back if the Blazers did not have a chance to be in the NBA playoffs, as the Blazers were the ninth team in the standings, right? And he called Lillard entitled for that, uh, Dan Orlowski. And here's what Damian Lillard tweeted. He said, entitled and spoiled? MF, watch your mouth. My background, family, and character couldn't be further, capital from, all caps from, entitled and spoiled. I said what I said. Now, this is great by Damian Lillard. And I think this is really funny. And then it gets better. This is, this is is Damian Lillard didn't even say the greatest thing. This just started it. So then, this guy on Twitter, I don't know who he is. His name is Beck. Beck says, why does anyone care what Orlowski has to say? Dude started 12 games over 11 years. Is 4-20 for his career. His opinion has no value. Just a scrub hating on an elite player for hot take points. This is this is what a fan said about Orlowski. Then Orlowski responds to the fan. Here's what Orlowski says. You're 100% entitled to not care about my opinion. But I would love for you to educate me on how I could start 12 games but be 4 and 20 in those 12 games. New math question mark And the fan comes up with the best response ever. It killed me. He said, is this real? You are aware you played in games in which you didn't start, right? 2-10 and as a starter. There you go. Is that any better? And then this other guy comes up, and it just has this on the screenshot I had of it. He said, Dan Orlowski, couldn't read the plays, couldn't read the tweets. (laughs) So, now first of all, this is hilarious. And we're gonna do a for, we're gonna have a segment for where this comes on. I gotta find a sound bite for this because this is a great. This is a heat check moment where you get put in your place. This is great o- on a multitude of levels. I-, I think maybe it's a little sad when we have uh, grown men with families arguing on Twitter like this. But you know what? It's the quarantine. People are inside. People are a little sensitive, and people need stuff to do. So I'm not going to criticize them like that. But Dan, Dan. Maybe Dan shouldn't have come at Damian Lillard like that. And I love Damian Lillard's response mofo. I am nothing but entitled. But in reality, I will say this. Uh, <laughs> Damian Lillard is in a different place in his life than he was when... Dam- Damian Lillard's probably more entitled than he thinks he is given. That he is uh, hes no longer that kid from Oakland. He is a millionaire now. So he, he lives by different rules and standards. Dan Orlowski, asked for him being a scrub and not knowing anything about football, that the fan is saying, even though he was not a very good quarterback, uh, to be in the NFL, you have to be probably the best kid in your high school, the best kid on your college team, so while that is true, he was not great at the NFL, most people in the world are not, that doesn't mean he doesn't know anything about football. So, and, and the fan was doing his thing, and, and the fan called about, so, uh, you know, you can honestly criticize everybody at, at some point in this, but it's just funny, and it's entertaining, and it's going to start a new segment, our Twitter Heat Check Moment, and I and I kind of hope we have more of these, kind of hope, we, and I love Damian Lillard with the mofo, I mean, that, that was great, that was great. I think he didn't say something else because he had his mom in his profile picture with him, so maybe his mom wouldn't have been happy about that, but nonetheless... Coming up next, that's the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to have my guy, Scotty Johnson, on the show. Coming up next, that's the break on Barbershop Sports Talk.
1: her told her, oh well. I was off
0: my next What you gonna do when you make it? A lot of people change when it comes to being famous. Oh, we're back with Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have my brother, Scotty Johnson. How are you doing, Scotty? I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't heard your voice in a while.
1: Woo, it's been a minute,
0: my brother, and I feel great. How are you? Uh, I- I'm doing good. I hope the same thing is going out to you and your family in this COVID 19 world that we are all living in right now.
1: you bro I hope the fans doing well bro it's crazy that you know it's unfortunate that this had to happen but you still gotta you know hold on strong and just hope for the best and hopefully things will go back you know be back smooth to how they were
0: true but while we're here we are going to uh the NBA is going to restart the season don't have the exact date and the particulars about that but we do know there are discussions about that so what I was thinking I think this would be a cool topic. Let's do if the playoffs started like Friday, who are your top 25 guys that do you think can make the most impact for the team for their individual teams and in the playoffs? So, how about you go first Scotty and give me your guys from 25, 24, 23, 22, and 21. Okay. 25 I got Lou
1: Williams. 24 Ortinga, twenty-three, Jalen Brown, twenty two, Jamal Murray,
0: twenty one, Chris Middleton. Oh, okay, okay. So my list is similar. I have Tobias Harris at twenty and well actually first of all, why do you have those guys there? Just tell me quickly why you have those guys there
1: because he's proven that like, you know, and when he's a player in the playoffs, he can make an impact. He can be proven like, you know, plus on the Clippers, he was the leading scorer coming off the bench. Even like when Kawhi and Paul George being there now, he's still like almost averaging almost 20 points. So that's still like, that's still good. I got Porzingis there at 24 because I think that um, during the playoffs, he is make an impact on the team, like his impact would be more felt in the playoffs because um, it would have been his first time in the playoffs and then it would have been Luca's first time in the playoffs as well. So I feel like by Luka being young, it would it kind of affect, like, affect him. And by Porzingis being a little bit older, more NBA, like, you know, that, I think that, his, that, you know, that would help helped him a lot, that would have been more beneficial. At 23, I got Jalen Brown because I feel like he played a role in for, um, Get to the Celtics, the Boston Celtics a great spot in the playoffs. He actually, you know, they played with his role the season before, on and off the bench. But now he's a starter and he's coming into his position. Then I have Jamal Murray at 22 because I feel like he's an underrated point guard that doesn't get like talked about as his scoring with his scoring ability, his ability to get to the basket and to shoot, and to also create for the Joker. So. I felt like he was he was a good fit right there, and then I got Chris Middleton because that's his. He plays like a like a second option role to um, Giannis, and he's proven like he's not the most consistent, but he can step up and have big big games when needed, and that's why you know that's why I got my list right there like right
0: that. Okay, now our list is very similar. Um, at 25, for me, I have Tobias Harris. Uh, I, I think he's a guy that the 76ers are going to need to be successful in the playoffs. Uh, he's kind of your typical 3 and D wing. So I have Tobias Harris at 25. At, at 24, I have Lou Williams. And Lou Williams, and probably this goes for you too, Scotty, is the only six man that's on here. And surprise, surprise, or the only backup player that's on here. And surprise, surprise, he's arguably the greatest uh, six man ever. You can have him off the bench. He can handle. He can pass. He can score, and he's the type of guy that can drop 40 in a playoff game, which can be a a, a huge asset coming off the bench. So I think, and Lou Williams plays starter minutes anyway. So I think Lou, Lou Williams is definitely going to be is definitely one of the top 25 basketball players that's going to be in the playoffs. Yes. At 23, I have DeMontis Sabonis. I I think he's. He's been their best player this year. I mean, he, he's been Indiana's best player this year, and, and he's the reason they they are where they are in the playoff standings in the Eastern Conference. Uh, he's going to be able to score. He's going to be able to rebound. He's going to be able to pass. And I think he's going to be able to keep his uh, productivity. Number 22, I have Jalen Brown. Uh, so, so basically the same spot you had, Jalen, uh, just one run higher. And I have Jalen Brown just because... You know, first of all, you know he's going to be able to guard. If nothing else, he's going to be able to guard, and he's going to be able to get to the rim. And, and, and when he's knocking down his three-point shots, he, he becomes a very, very good a very good player. But you, you know he's going to be able to make an impact. And at number 21, to round out this 25 through 21, I have Kyle Lowry. And, and a guy that isn't necessarily known for his playoff success, but you know he's tough. He's smart. He's a leader. He's physical. And he's a guy that Toronto is going to need if if they hope to go far and potentially beat Boston in a playoff series or or if they need to beat Milwaukee. He's a guy they are going to need. So I have Kyle Lowry at number 21. Ooh. Interesting. That's good. So I see we got some, you know, we got some similarities and some different. I was
1: surprised about the bonus one day. I that's the one I kind of say
0: forgot about. Same with me, I forgot about Chris Stapps. <laughs> Interesting. But so we're
1: gonna we're gonna keep going, right? Yeah. Next list.
0: Now, let's go through your twenty. what's your twenty through sixteen? Okay, so
1: after Chris Middleton. At nineteen I have Zach Levine. And you might and then after this you might argue argue with me on this one. I, I got one for you. I got Victor Depot at 18. Oh my
0: God. He can't, he
1: can't, he did come back. And then at 17 I
0: have Kyrie Irving. At I got Fidiakum. At 15 I got Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, restate your list one more time for me. So 20 through 16, so I can write this down. You got Zach Levine. Okay.
1: Depot because he came he did come back and he had a couple of good games and then we also did my list based on like my injuries too so I threw in Kyrie okay 17 then I got
0: Pascal Siakam at 16
1: and I'm gonna explain why after
0: and after Pascal, I have Rudy Gobert. Okay, Pascal Siakam should definitely be higher than that. That's crazy. And and you have Victor Oladipo in there. That that's that's even crazier. So uh, no, you going you
1: gonna
0: see my list. Just, just bear with me. Bear with me. You going gonna you're gonna, you're gonna see. Okay, I have I have Bam bio at twenty for me. Okay. Uh, tough, physical-minded. He 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 he's gonna be able to be at least a 10 and 10 guy in every game in this series. And I think he, he he's the second best player for the Miami Heat team, aside from Jimmy Butler, and he's a the guy they're going to need. You have Zach Levine, I, I think. I just personally think Bam is a more impactful player than Zach Levine. That's just me, though. At 19, I have Rudy Gobert. Yep. And uh, who was your 19 again? Your 19... Al-Dipo. Who?
1: Victor
0: oh, Victor Aladipo. Yeah, I think Rudy Gobert... Yeah. I mean, Rudy Gobert is arguably the best defensive player in the NBA, and Victor Aladipo, the last time we saw him, he was averaging like 13 points per game. I I, I don't know what you're thinking there, Scotty, but.
1: Nah, 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 nah. That's still somebody who played good in the playoffs.
0: That's. Tr- I don't
1: know about 2018, but we played.
0: They played the Cavs in the in the first round, and they took us to seven, and that was because of Victor Aladipo.
1: That was two years. That was. But I'm saying. But I'm saying came back and
0: had a, he, he did good he was injured he came back and you know did his thing and I think he would have I think he would have did his thing in the playoffs based on what he did before I have J- myself. well I have Ja Morant at 18 mm-hmm. best player for Memphis he can score he he can pass he, he can he, he can do it all and I, and I, I think he's a guy that that could potentially have some really big games because they probably play the Lakers and, and we'd be like, wow, th- this guy is something mm-hmm. at seventeen. And you and you might argue with me on I don't know if you have John. You probably then don't have John on your list then, or maybe you do. At seventeen, I have Ben Simmons. Where you have Pascal Siakam? I think ba- Pascal Siakam is a better player than Ben Simmons. I I, I don't know. <laughs> and I and you definitely have Ben Simmons higher. I, I don't. Ben Simmons is a playoff liability. Okay. He's a playoff line. Scotty. He can't. He can't, Scotty. You, how can you? How can you be successful when your primary ball handler can't shoot? You're Right. You can't even have your pri- Your primary ball handler cannot have the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of how the Celtics when they have Rajon Rondo. They have players around you know, and that's how Philly. Yeah. They have players around Ben Simmons who can make plays.
0: And then at sixteen, and then at sixteen, I have Chris Middleton, uh, uh, and I and the reason I've been 17, We all know what he can do. I don't want to just say what he can't do, but that's why I don't have him. Ben Simmons higher, Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton. I have sixteen, another typical three and D wing. He's going to be good to shoot forty percent from three, right? So uh, I so I, th- I think he's going to be able to make an impact, and Milwaukee will need him to go far because if Chris Middleton doesn't play well, then Milwaukee could run into some trouble. Okay. So, so what's your problem, Scotty? T- tell me what your problem is with my list.
1: Well, I don't know. See, I don't know about Chris Middleton being that high. Only because, like, he's not consistent. And then uh, John ja Morant. The only reason why I left off John ja Morant, I left—he's not on my list, you're right? I left off John ja Morant because one, he's a rookie. He is their best player. Don't get me wrong. He's gonna give Raquel a year, but like I don't think they would have played the Lakers in the first round. they i feel like they're gonna get swept. But like, <laughs> I just felt like it really—he, I wasn't gonna—he was more so my honorable mention. Yeah,
0: so I, I, I really didn't have a like
1: problem. I, I agree. I agree with it for the most part. But those are the only like two that like
0: you know. Well, obviously, you know, I, I, so, I, so the I, fact. Could. So, I'm going to assume right now that you have Ben Simmons way higher. And considering the fact that I have Chris Middleton one wrong about Ben Simmons, you definitely don't agree with that, right? Yeah, but Ben
1: Simmons not on my list neither,
0: though. Really? He's not on your list altogether?
1: You'll have, you have to see it. You got to yeah. Whoa, whoa. That's what I said you got to bear with me, bro.
0: Scotty, what is going on? Okay, gotta Scott. got to bear with me. You got to bear
1: with me.
0: Okay, let's go fifteen. Uh, I'll start first this time. So at fifteen, I have Chris Paul. We're going to do fifteen through eleven. Now at fifteen, I have Chris Paul, and Chris Paul at fifteen. Typical, typical veteran presence. Uh, he's going to be able to score. I mean, he can defend his position. And he's the reason Oklahoma City is so good. And I think Oklahoma City has been as good as they are, and they've played above expectations. I think he's able to get everybody in a rhythm. And he's kind of your prototypical point guard that can also score the ball. So I think in the postseason when things slow down a little bit and you need more of a veteran presence, we're going to see again and be reminded how good Chris Paul really is. At number 14, I have Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Uh, he, the Donovan could be higher. I need to see a little bit more from Donovan in the playoffs. I mean, they they flamed out their last couple of playoff series against the Houston Rockets in kind of embarrassing fashion. At thirteen, I have Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's another another guy that could be higher, but Russell Westbrook. I I don't know. I mean, there's days where I love Russ, and there's days where I'm like. There's days where I'm like, this is the most underrated player in the NBA, and there's days where I'm like, this guy's the most overrated player in the NBA. At 12, I have Kyrie Irving. I'm surprised you have Kyrie so low, by the way. Ky- I mean, as you should remember as a Cavs fan, Scotty, the shot. Mm-hmm. If we know one thing, Kyrie's not afraid of the moment in the playoffs.
1: 100%. 100%.
0: Now, not afraid of the moment. And to be honest, if he was playing prior to COVID happening and he was playing – uh kind of how he was playing at the beginning of the season i'd have kyrie in my top 10 i I think i think i'm personally lowballing kyrie at 12 and 11 i have nikola Jokic, big man he can handle he can pass he can rebound uh offense can easily flow through him so that's my 15 to 11 can you go
1: over your list one more time from like
0: from 25 all the way down 25 all the way down so at 25 i have tobias harris yes
1: 24
0: i have lou williams 23, I have DeMontis Sabonis. 22, I have Jalen Brown. 21, I have Kyle Lowry. 20, I have Bam Adebayo. 19, I have Rudy Gobert. 18, I have John Morant. 17, I have Ben Simmons. 16, I have Chris Middleton. Fifteen, I have Chris Paul. Fourteen, I have Donovan Mitchell. Thirteen, I have Russell Westbrook. Twelve, I have Kyrie Irving. And eleven, I have Nikola Jokic. Okay, I just
1: wanted to get your whole list so I can. Okay, there we go. I got to pay the paper now. (laughs) No.
0: So who do you have? I think Jason Tatum is too low.
1: What?
0: I have Jason, Jason Tatum? Scotty, I have Jason Tatum pretty high, actually. Okay. Okay. Pretty high. Uh, I have. Obviously, we agree on him. We have. And honestly, we have a lot of these guys in the same tier, to be honest. We have a lot of these guys in the same tier. I'm assuming now you have Russell Westbrook a lot higher. So you value Russell Westbrook more than... So, for example, it's the fact that you have Russell Westbrook... Russell Westbrook was not in your 11-15, to 15, right? Nope. So you value Russell Westbrook a lot more than I value uh, Paul George. Because I have Paul George in my... He's... Paul George is pretty high for me. Yeah, because I feel
1: like by him coming back to the middle of the season and kind of like he's not the Paul George that was you know like last season but him also playing with Kawhi and like you know more different a different a style I guess you would say kind of like you know switched it up but he still came in doing his thing still being one of the primary defenders on the perimeter well good defenders on the perimeter still shooting still can score get to the basket so he was he was right there and I do value us us, but a little bit more because he also, like, you know, new new team, new different style, he's adapted perfectly. His numbers, he's actually, like, before the pandemic started, he was actually leading, like, they leading scorer, like, for, like, the past, like, what, two months? Ever since the All-Star break or before the All-Star break, sometime before around there, he started to become their leading scorer. James Harden was still their leading scorer because of the season, but he was leading them to, like, more victories.
0: But win. but he's not a better player than Paul George. Scotty, you think Russell Westbrook think is better at basketball? Paul George was the best player on the team when they were in Oklahoma City. No, Scotty. No. no.
1: Russell Westbrook is an MVP. In
0: 2016, he was better. Paul George
1: That's is an overall is,
0: player. He, nah. What does Russell Westbrook? Paul George That's is more efficient. He's, he makes more of an impact defensively.
1: Nah, they were talking about in the playoffs though Like, they got put out in the first round dude. And he was checking Damian And he was checking Damian Lillard If I'm not mistaken
0: I believe Damian Lillard though said bye bye to Russ Not George
1: No, but he was guarding him <laughs> The shot <chocolate> was <laughs> on him He had his hand
0: up Now Scotty, I'm actually going to make another confession with you I forgot somebody pretty big on my list So I'm going to have to Uh add in, like, a, a 10A or something. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I think I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Now, quick, quickly, just go through your 6 through 10, your 10 through 6. Okay. And then at 10, I
1: got Chris Paul. Then I got Jimmy Butler. Then I got Joel. Then I got Joel Embiid. Then I got James Harden. Oh wait, scratch that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got Chris Paul, Jimmy Brother, Joel Embiid, Russell Westbrook, and Dame Lillard.
0: Okay, now I will tell you this. I left Dame off the list. I left Dame on, off of my list just because, even though, I mean, they, they, they could be in it, but I just, I, I just thought it'd be easier for me to just leave Dame off the list. But, but Dame... What? Huh? What? Scotty. They're not in the playoffs. They, they, was in, they, was, they were still
1: fighting for a spot.
0: True, but I... I just thought it'd be personally easy for me, Scotty. If Dame is... Dame's somewhere in the top 10. Obviously, Dame is somewhere in the top 10. I'm not going to dispute that. Dame, Dame, is okay. some, Dame is somewhere in the top 10. But I do have to say this. You have Chris Paul way too high. I mean, Chris Paul is not... How, you'd rather have Chris Paul over Paul George?
1: In the playoffs, maybe.
0: That is crazy, Scotty.
1: No, no. Are you forgetting? What Chris, did you know Chris Paul is the reason OKC is that where they're at?
0: Paul, Paul George was an MVP candidate last year.
1: And they got put out in the first round.
0: Anthony Davis has been an MVP candidate for years, and he always gets put out in the first round before he was playing with LeBron. But he was a candidate,
1: though. He had never finished, like, top three,
0: top four. I'm pretty sure one one year Paul George got third in the voting. No, no, no.
1: I'm talking about Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah, so here's what I'm going to do, Scotty. I'm going to give you my 10 through 6. So the guy I forgot was Luka. So... I'm going to put Luca at 10 I'm going to put Luca at 10A I'm going to make a 10A My 10B is going to be Siakam I have Siakam in my top 10 I don't know why you don't have Siakam that high You, Where did you have Siakam? Did you have Siakam in the 16 to 20 range? Uh, yeah, 16
1: to 20 He was actually about
0: 15 Do you use your 15? Yeah, I, I have Siakam I think Siakam's a whole other tier basically Okay I, I mean to me he's I, I mean, see, what Siakam does is is great. I mean, he's the best player on a Toronto team that's, what, the, the second seed in the East right now? Yep. Uh, I don't know how you can have Siakam that low. So Siakam is a 10B. Luca's a 10A. We know what Luka can do. The only reason I don't have Luka higher now that I'm looking at this is because defensively, I, I think there's going to be some liabilities that get exposed. And I'm wondering how he handles the physicality of the postseason. When he asks guys... Like a Kawhi Leonard and Paul George guarding him the whole te- whole game and, and trying to make his life a, a living hell. I, I don't know how he's going to react to that, and I think that's going to be interesting. Nine, I have Joel Embiid. When Joel J- 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 when Joel Embiid is on, he's can be in top in the top five echelon in the NBA. Great rim protector, low post score, can shoot the basketball. We know what Joel Embiid does. And number eight, I have Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a, a wing that can handle the ball, he can score, he can play defense. And, and in the closing minutes, you're going to need a guy like Jimmy Butler that can guard the other team's best player and score points as well and generate offense on his own, and I think Jimmy does that. Yep. And here's going to be one of our biggest debates, probably. Jason Tatum at number seven. Okay. Before the season ended, the last 10 games, Jason Tatum was averaging 30 points, 8 rebounds, 47% shooting from the field and 46% shooting from three. So Jason Tatum was playing like a top five player. And I think Jason Tatum was finally emerging as being a guy that we can consider a top 10 player in the NBA and be a guy that could maybe be the best player on a championship team. So I have Jason Tatum at seven. And number six, I have Paul George. I don't know why you have Russell Westbrook ahead of Paul George. Like, goddamn, I'm, or Chris Paul. I don't really understand that, Scotty. Paul George. Paul George can do everything you want an NBA player to do. Yeah,
1: but you realize he was, in a slump, though, like, during the season, right? Around this time, right? And Westbrook was leading the Rockets.
0: He's getting healthy. He's going to be healthy when he comes back. Excuse me? He's going to be healthy when he comes back.
1: I mean, but I just don't think, I just don't think, no. In the playoffs,
0: no. 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 So you don't think Paul George is going to be healthy when they come back?
1: It's not even the fact that he's like, going to be healthy, bro. It was like, bro, in the playoffs, Brad, Paul George has choked. Westbrook has two, but Westbrook went to the finals. And Westbrook never had the teams Paul George had, neither, too. But, like, I just felt like as an overall player, like, as impact, I think his impact to his team and then winning would be better, greater than Paul
0: George's. Okay, Russell Westbrook's team in Oklahoma City was way better than Paul George's teams in Indiana.
1: Only got to one finals, so it's really not that
0: much better. I, he was Paul George was the best player on his own team in Indiana, and they were going toe to toe with LeBron and the Heat. And
1: no, and Russell Westbrook was arguably the best player in Oklahoma. So, <laughs> Stop arguably. it! I say arguably. I don't agree that. but That's arguable.
0: not even close. Stop it, Scotty. Scotty, in what world <laughs> is in <laughs> what world does Russell Westbrook ever been better than Kevin Durant? Besides well, his I dreams.
1: Arguable. Arguable.
0: You think it's arguable? Yes. I don't think you can argue that. I do not think you can argue that. you can definitely argue that because they can do different things. They do different things.
1: It's a reason why okay went with more. They liked Russell Westbrook more so than Kevin Durant.
0: I guarantee you, they'd rather have Kevin Durant than Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City's Scotty. Yeah,
1: yeah. Didn't go out. They didn't go out like
0: that. Because Katie didn't want to be there.
1: What did that, what did that say? Hey, it didn't go down like that, so they didn't. They didn't like, and part of that was he didn't like how the way they treated Russ. I mean, he didn't like he was he didn't like how the way he was viewed, but Russ was viewed as that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and it's not like Russell was like a like a total like 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 play, player B type. You feel what I'm saying? Like he was a player eight as well.
0: To me, you have Russell Westbrook. Well, Russell Westbrook is where where's Russell Westbrook on your list again? he's seven yeah yeah i'd rather have jason tatum than russell westbrook right now that's just me okay okay now i'll give you hey no let's do this for five to one well let's let's do this let's build some anticipation let's just do it each by each number so at five i have anthony davis impact on both ends of the court I kind of wanted to argue that I'd have Paul George over Anthony Davis, but I'm not going to do that. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Scotty's like, don't do that to me, Daryl. I was going to, but I decided not to. I, I, I think what he can do, I mean, he can guard the post, he can guard the perimeter. Mm-hmm. He can get, when he's isolated on smaller guys, he can hold his own. And and, the, and he's arguably the best defensive player in the NBA. You can make an argument he's a better defensive big man than Rudy Gobert, and he gives you, he's good for about 26, 27 points per night. And if you need him to, he can go down on the post and uh, and get dirty. So I think Anthony Davis is assuredly one of the top five players that's going to play in the postseason. And he's going to have a huge impact, especially if the Lakers hope to go far. Now, who do you have at five, Scotty? James Harden. James Harden, leads scoring the league,
1: former league MVP, also played a part in the reason why his team, Going to the playoffs and fighting
0: for what they put three. No, matter of fact, yeah, that was the three
1: or six. So they were
0: the six seed. Six seed. Yes. Right, because he's the three seed, right? Yes.
1: Right. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's another reason to just to go back to Russell Westbrook. That's why I got them That's why I got him hired because them winning the last couple of games in February, and January is the one, is the reason why they got put back in that spot. That's because it was Westbrook, but I got James Garden though at five though because I think overall he's a better player. So, and I just felt like he gotten a little bit further by himself with what he had, like also in the playoffs too. Than was a Westbrook, so like being like on their own types. So, I feel like make a better impact in the playoffs than he did like in the last
0: couple of years. I think it'd have been like a different run. So that's why I got him at five. Yeah, to me, I'd rather, and obviously, I'm assuming, I'm, and I have Harden at four. I'm gonna go next. Actually, I have, I have Harden at four, and I'm assuming you have Anthony Davis at four, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. And I'm pretty sure that's the flip flop. So we can talk about that. I, I just think, I think, I'd rather have Harden. Harden's had more success in the postseason than Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh. He's a guy that you know can be a number one option. Anthony Davis is the number two on his own team. Yes, Anthony Davis can make more of an impact than Harden defensively, but yep. I, I think Harden's defense is a little overstated, like how bad it is. It's not as bad as people think. And what James Harden does it to me is just more impactful. Yep. Uh, your primary ball handler who can score and assist is, is more important than the impact Anthony Davis can make defensively. To, to me, what James Harden does is more important. Okay.
1: Well, I have a switch for the exact same reason you said that Anthony Davis is why you had him at foul. He can score and he can play defense. And in the playoffs, you're going to have to play defense. The reason why the Lakers are a great defensive team is left behind Anthony Davis. He's their best defensive player on top of being their best offensive player too because he leads the team in scoring. So, yeah, I think just, I think even though he is a play two player, he's a second role, second scoring option. He's not even a second scoring option, he's the first scoring option. So like, I, I feel like his impact. And then by him being on a better team than he had in recent years, playing with help, not just with LeBron though, no, but just with the JaVel McGee, the Dwight Howard, the Danny Green, like playing with those type of players, and it helps him make it more impact as well.
0: Now... This is where things are going to get interesting, I, I suppose. Our top three at number wait, who do you have at number three? Tell me who, who you got at number three, Scotty. <laughs> our,
1: our last three not Kawhi, Giannis, and
0: LeBron. We got a fight. Okay, so who, just just go first. Well, let's just start let's. We're going to keep doing this individually. Who you have at three? I
1: know we're
0: going to keep doing. I got Kawhi. I just wanted to make sure you know. I wanted to get that up there.
1: Oh, you got Kawhi! <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh uh, yeah, we got a problem.
0: I hear, it. I hear, it. I hear it in your voice. <laughs> that's asinine, Scotty. That's that's asinine. Okay, Scotty. So here's what I'm gonna do for you, Scotty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is no world, Scotty. Did you watch the post, Scotty? People call you Kawhi litter because of your hair, Scotty. Well, why you gotta hate on Kawhi? What's you with that?
1: Kawhi because of my hair, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Scotty. K- Kawhi, we we saw this in the conference finals last year. We, we saw this. Kawhi's better than Giannis.
1: Nah, I ain't gonna outright say that. He is, but it was more so team effort too than just Kawhi.
0: Listen, Kawhi did as good as as good as a humanly as a human in this world can do at guarding Giannis. And we saw the difference. What happened when Kawhi went on? We well, saw the difference. There was a notable Kawhi difference. A, a Kawhi more experienced too, and he's
1: not in the East too, so I think that also played a part in it. Too. If Kawhi went in the East; the Bucks would have went
0: to the finals. I, I have Giannis I, I, at three. I'm going to tell you why I have Giannis at three. And to be perfectly honest with you, I I could argue. That hardens over Giannis, in my opinion. I feel like I could make an argument, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, Giannis kind of – and I have issues with Giannis similar to the reasons I have issues with Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. We kind of saw that if you can stop Giannis from getting to the rim, his impact offensively becomes minimal. Yeah. It it, it becomes minimal. And we saw – what happened when Kawhi Leonard and he had help with Marcus Marc Gasol, they had y- and they had a lot of guys that can play great individual defense on the Toronto Raptors team last year. But when they could stop Giannis from getting to the paint, that whole series changed, Scotty. Now look what
1: you just said. You just said they. Key word, they.
0: You need a team to stop Giannis, not just one individual player. Kawhi. Okay, Kawhi is, is more redefined. I don't want to make this a Kawhi Giannis thing. I mean, I have Giannis at three. You have uh, Kawhi at three. But, yeah, we saw what Kawhi did in the postseason. Kawhi is more battle-tested. But then
1: I'm going to give you another reason,
0: too. What's your other reason? Kawhi also played a Warriors
1: team and beat a Warriors team that wasn't healthy. So, like, you you can't. I ain't, I ain't even disagreeing with it That's, I'm glad I just these are the last three players we talking about no particular order so like I feel like that you say okay so they build a team that can stop him from getting to the basket right so that means he has to shoot more right yes he was shooting 26% last season from the three and now that increased 5% now he's shooting 31% so he's taking more shots and knocking them down so what we saw last year, you might see something different because he started, and we've seen that during the season. Like he was hitting down, he was knocking down more shots, and still getting to the basket. So, and his numbers went up. Everything went up. Still, I'm thinking he can't even stop that. And he was on the road, like getting back to back MVPs. So, and I think the playoffs this year are going to be different because Kawhi is out, they're out of the East. I feel like the only legit problem they're going to have is either Toronto or Boston. Other than that. They're probably getting to the finals, hands down. So I had to go with Giannis at two. That's
0: why I put him at two and Kawhi at three. I feel like Kawhi can just impact the game in more multiple ways, and we've seen what Kawhi's done. I mean, Kawhi went up against it in his prime Miami heat LeBron and held his own. I mean Scotty also I mean I mean Scotty, Kawhi also, he 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 slayed the Warriors. Yeah, but they weren't healthy. And guess what? When the, Cavs, when the Cavs beat the Warriors in 2016, the Warriors weren't healthy either. But you still count that ring. Because. <laughs> they were healthy, though. Steph Curry was hurt that whole year. Stop playing, Scotty. Andrew Bogan. Andre Iguodala blew out his back. Andrew Bogan tore his ACL. And Draymond got suspended. He
1: played. Right. Suspended. Not injured. For one game. They could have
0: won the other game. Scotty. You know, for we can be both. We can be real about this. If Kevin Durant's healthy, then the Warriors beat the Raptors. But if Draymond doesn't get suspended and all the other players so the Warriors don't get hurt, the Warriors beat the Cavs. We can be real about that. But
1: they all played, though.
0: They all played. In the Toronto series, they all, they stopped playing. KD came back and played what twelve minutes. Andre Iguodala didn't play. what wasn't he? Did he play in Game Seven? Andrew Bogat legit tore his ACL. Andrew Brogan was gone. Yeah, Game, 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 and Draymond, and Draymond was hurt. Draymond, I mean Draymond wasn't hurt. Draymond got to spit it. Draymond did not play.
1: In game seven,
0: No, I'm talking about game five. They took Draymond out the game, and they, it, it turned the momentum of that series. I'm
1: saying they could have won game six.
0: They would have won game five if they had Draymond. And Draymond even says it. Up. They
1: could have won game six. They were still up. They were up. That's that's the difference, bro. They were up. They Scotty. Were up 3-1.
0: They win that series and Draymond doesn't get suspended. Were,
1: nah, nah, that's the difference, bro. They were up 3-1 and they all played. Clay still played. Steph still played. Clay didn't play in the, in the, during the last... No, he did play. He did play. He did play. He did play. But he got hurt. But he got hurt. Didn't he miss some games during the finals last
0: season? Steph? No, Klay. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm
1: saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's the difference, bro. They only missed like a couple Game. they played that
0: game, and was up, 3-1, Earth. if Draymond does not get to, so Scott, they, but I'm saying though, day to one, that would have been no excuse, like it wouldn't have been
1: no excuse if they to won, we wouldn't be saying
0: that, we'd be saying they'd be champions, so we can't say that, <laughs> okay, Scotty, that's the same thing with the Raptors, but it's okay, at number it's two, it's
1: not, it's
0: not, <laughs> it is. okay, Scotty, at number two, I'm assuming you have, actually, who do you have at number two, I just
1: said Giannis.
0: Oh, you have Giannis at number two. Oh, my. You know what's got to your bias is coming out right now. And
1: you already know who my number one going to be. That's why I said you already know
0: who my number one well, is. Well, at number two, Well, number two. I and I think you know who my number two is.
1: I think I know, too.
0: It's LeBron. LeBron, I know, I
1: know, I know. I kind of already, I, I did it
0: already. in my head. I kind of know. <laughs> LeBron is number two. LeBron is not better than Kawhi Leonard. I'm sorry. Neither is Giannis. You guys are all... And, I have, and I'll say it, I have Kawhi one, so we can just argue about this top three. I have Kawhi one, and you have LeBron too, right? Yep. So, 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 I mean, LeBron, you have LeBron. Uh, I have Kawhi yeah. one, you have LeBron one. Why Kawhi over LeBron? I mean, LeBron over Kawhi, in your opinion.
1: Come on, really? Really? That's what we doing? Really?
0: Scotty. Really? Kawhi
1: is... Why, Kawhi, why LeBron over Kawhi?
0: Kawhi's the best player in the NBA.
1: Did you not see what happens when he's the last time he played both of them? He played them back to back.
0: Kawhi's a postseason assassin.
1: Uh, so, and LeBron's not.
0: Not like Kawhi. And LeBron, you
1: know LeBron never lost a game seven,
0: right? Has Kawhi ever lost a game seven? Oh, actually, never mind. He has <laughs> to LeBron. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Yeah. But he
0: was young. He was a puppy. He was a puppy.
1: Point is what Kawhi's doing now. LeBron been doing for the past seven years,
0: eight years. The last time
1: they played each other, which was a Friday. They played the Bucks on a Friday, and they played the Clippers on a Sunday. Okay, the, the last was time. Down the best player on both ends of the court in both matchups.
0: Scotty, it's the regular season. We know that Kawhi kind of, t- you know, he kind of gears up, and then when it's He's like a thoroughbred horse. You know, you got to arrest him and save him for the home stretch.
1: LeBron the same way. And you know what happens when LeBron gets to the playoffs. He didn't get to the playoffs last year.
0: What happened, Scotty? What happened the last time Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James played in the playoff series?
1: They won. The Spurs won. The
0: Spurs. Who was Finals MVP? Kawhi. Okay, I I just wanted to make sure, Scotty. Who won the first time? When Kawhi was not in his prime yet, I mean.
1: He won in his prime then. When he won, when they
0: won. Who has? Who was the defending Finals MVP?
1: Who got three of
0: them? I said, who's the defending Finals MVP? I said, who got three of
1: them? Who has
0: three? You answer mine. The guy that has three of them didn't even make the playoffs last year.
1: You have to have a team. Then you watch authority documentaries. You
0: have to have a team. I can't believe you. you people disrespect Kawhi Leonard. I, I feel like it yeah, just I because.
1: Know, three, three, three or two is good.
0: So you think LeBron is clearly number one?
1: Really?
0: Yes. I, I, I think honestly. Here's what I would say. You want
1: to talk about impact? You can really talk about impact, bruh. LeBron can do way more than Kawhi.
0: Stop it, Scotty. You
1: know, you know Kawhi is not, you know Kawhi, you know Kawhi where they don't critique. This is like, you know, like Kawhi is really, LeBron and Giannis, they are like the type of players where like you really don't see a lot wrong. They, a lot of people don't see no wrong in their game, but they do a lot like their things that they're not good at. Kawhi is not good at playmaking and creating for other players. LeBron is great at that. On top of scoring, on top of rebounding, you got it on defense. Kawhi.
0: They better defense But overall impact games Especially in the playoffs I'm taking LeBron all day, every day. Complete, complete disagreement Ooh, Scotty I can't believe you did that Actually I'm not surprised you're from Cleveland Now okay Scotty Who are some of the guys that you left off your list? Fred Van Vliet
1: That's my guy I
0: like how the way he plays I know and I, honestly I want to put Fred on there so badly for Fred Van Fleet is so disrespected. Because he's kind of like Lou Williams. He, he he's like that kind of player.
1: But he's also young too, though, soccer, you
0: know. And once again, I want to thank my man Scotty Johnson for coming on the podcast. Always appreciated. And that's it. For the 162nd episode of Barbershop Sports! Talk.